fuera, brother. Somos 60 millones y te vamos a sacar. Fuera, Recording edition still. Pandemic 2020. Yep, I think this is our fifth or sixth episode that we are um, recording like this. Pandemic 2020 can't stop, won't stop. Oh my god. <laughs> that was me crying and laughing at the same time. <laughs> Uh, I I don't know if 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 El Taco is okay. I mean I, I worry about him, but but let's let's well, take I, care well, of him. Full disclaimer: I did go get a flu shot today, and I got um, my physical. I haven't been to the doctor in over a year because of pandemic. Uh, so today I made this appointment actually in the summer, like around July, and the first appointment available was in late October. So I was, so uh, today I went to the doctor uh, to get my physical. <laughs> what? That's crazy. Pandemic. <laughs> and I, and, and, and I was in, I was just in California with my mom and I was criticizing her doctors because they're only seeing her through phone because of pandemic. And I was like, how is this even like possible? But I can't believe that you had to wait that long. Yeah, I mean, I think if I, uh, emergency, of course, you can go in, but, like, for a physical, like, this was not an emergency, obviously, so, yeah. um, pandemic, I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's how it is. <laughs> Life these days. Yeah, America. Yeah. And that song that we just played, um, it's called Fuera Trump. By Christian Bob. Yeah, and it, prom uh, it premiered in the midst of the end of an election, and we we uh, don't know what's gonna happen, but hopefully in a week or so we can uh, look back at this moment as a a moment of uh, dread that turned into hope. <laughs> <laughs> Let's manifest it. Oh gosh. But we don't. We know. We know how much talk there is about voting and the elections and how fed up people are. So we want to spend. We obviously want to remind people to vote. You already know. Please go out and vote. Um, we're gonna be posting. We've been posting resources for people to go out and do it on our social media. So please go to um, on our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. <laughs> Um, <laughs> or whatever conspiracy theory outlet you like yes we got the information there um there's people that are have, have already been engaging early voting which i am so surprised well not surprised but i guess i'm happy to see how people are showing off their early voting experience on social media and it's something that i haven't seen in the past 
Did you vote yet? I did. I voted on Saturday, first day of early voting in New York. Nice. It took me four hours to vote. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Very, uh, I got there like around 10.30 in the morning because it started at 10 and I was like, oh, it shouldn't be that bad. And I got in line. The line when I got on it was already like six blocks deep. <gasps> and for like literally two hours, the line didn't move. Um, made friends with the woman next to me, um, Aunt Liz. She <laughs> was great to talk to. Uh, she was like an older woman in her 60s. Shout out to Liz. Uh, and um, she was actually telling me stories about how back in the 70s, she got discriminated by the Trump uh, real estate company that um, have, of, have had, of course, a lot of buildings in the New York City area. Wow. Uh, and she was like telling us, yeah, back in the day, she worked for a financial firm in Wall Street. She had all her paperwork ready and done, and, and she knew everything was right. But at the time of trying to get an apartment in the 70s at a Trump, one of the Trump buildings, um, she got denied. And she was like, I knew that was discrimination. I knew that was discrimination. Um, so she shared that story. And then another story she shared with us was about her sister that recently had COVID, um, spent three weeks in the hospital. And she's like, she was like telling us, you know, she got out of the hospital, but she's not the same. Like she's losing all her hair. Um, she's very foggy. She's not, she's, she's not the same person. She's always tired. So, you know, like it's time for, uh, time for a change, time for a change. That's why I'm here. And it doesn't matter how long I have to wait. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. So those, those were some of the stories that our new friend Aunt Liz told and shared with us, um, as we waited in line with like thousands of other New Yorkers to vote. Well, thank you for voting. I can't vote yet. Um, hopefully in a few years I'll be able to. So I appreciate when my friends can go out and do it. It's a great feeling once you get there. Yep, yep. <laughs> it felt like really weird though. So like after four hours, the actual voting process, especially here in New York, you only had to like vote for like five different uh, positions and then like president, of course, uh, Congress, state Senate, state assembly, and then a couple of um, Supreme Court uh, judges. Mm. So the whole process itself, like actually when you get there, pass through was like like 15, 10 minutes. <laughs> okay. The line though was four hours. Okay. Holy. Okay. Wow. Okay, cool. Yes. Great. All right. So that said, we wanted to start the just talking a little bit about what's coming up aside from the election. Um, Halloween. We're going to talk a little bit about that and our favorite movies. Uh, but before that, I wanted to, to just catch up quickly on what we've been doing. What, how has it been for you this early fall so far? Aside from the election stress and everything else going on. Oh, it's been okay, you know, but I spent some time at the park, did some picnics at the park, uh, you know, got drunk, um, always, <laughs> at least once a week, you need to at least get that perreo on, <laughs> um, and I've been to a couple of, uh, 
like outside bars, uh, you know, like socially distanced. Yes. Uh, and that's been fun. Okay. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's very very tame time. I'm sure that once winter starts, it's just going to be impossible to go out. And thankfully, here in New York, COVID cases have kind of not gone up that much. Yeah. Like they've stayed pretty steady. Um, hopefully they stay that way, but, you know, if things are, like, in the rest of the country, I don't know, looks like it might be bad later with winter coming. Yeah, I hope so, too. That's why I got my flu shot today, and that's why I feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I recently had to, uh, fly to see my family in California. It wasn't something that I was planning to do. But after eight months, I kind of felt like I wanted to be with family, um, my mom too. So I took a, I took the flight there. It, I would say that it, it is scary to fly these days. Um, I would say some airlines do the job of social distancing better than others. So research before you do it. But I had a great experience overall. And I tested myself. Um, so if anyone is the swab. Yeah. I already got like four tests since June. How does that swab feel up on your nose? It depends who inserts the swab. <laughs> How deep does the swab go? Some of some doctors like to go really deep. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Uh, some others they are a lot more sensitive and they will not like do that so i don't know what the right way is but i know every doctor does it differently and it's like two swabs up your nose and no no just one just one. Oh, and then also one down your throat or just one up the nose? no just the nose um that's all you need for that test if you wanted to get the the antibodies test then you get the the blood test but that's yeah that's a different I got, one i did get an antibody test today just to to see what's up oh okay okay so that <laughs> yeah but that only shows if you've had it in the past and the swab test shows if you have it right now yeah uh, well it's important to get tested especially yeah. you know like most young people are asymptomatic but yeah uh, you know you can still be a carrier right right so that's what i'm saying like you can you can um get tested it's safe um and if you're in the need to travel then you know just know that you have those options keep washing your hands take off your clothes when you get home um and you should be fine um i got to see my family it was a great time one of the things that i did that i always wanted to do was to see whales so we went out on a boat and we saw these whales that were feeding right at the moment when we got there so that was pretty exciting uh, what kind of whales? uh humpback whales oh. yeah i always i'm a fan of them but um i was looking for blue whales because they're the biggest animal in the world but they didn't show that day but humpbacks humpbacks are so much fun they just like look love to show off and they're a lot more friendlier so it was cute to see them Margaret shows says that lesbians love whales. <laughs> what? 
Okay. <laughs> There's some truth to that. <laughs> That's what she said in one of her comedy specials. <laughs> Maybe whales are queer, you know? Maybe whales are queer. <laughs> That's why we identify with them. I love whales too. <laughs> Uh, but another thing I did was to visit um, Little Portugal in San Jose. And uh, we visited a bakery, a Portuguese bakery there. Um, they have some some really nice uh, pastries. Don't ask me the names, I forgot. But they tasted really nicely. Um, and then it got me thinking, like, what, what kind of... Um, I love bakeries like I didn't realize every time I go into like a country bakery I try to like visit them um, I love in particular uh, Colombian bakeries Italian bakeries um, I saw a Hungarian bakery the other day and I stopped by too um, so I you and I visited a Mexican bakery uh, when we went in Sunset Park it, these past February before COVID hit. So I was just kind of wondering if you had any favorite bakeries? Oh, I mean, I love all sorts of breads <laughs> <laughs> and uh, pastry, of course. Um, I um, actually, this weekend, I went to an Italian bakery in, um, in Carroll Gardens, I think that's the neighborhood here in Brooklyn. Nice. Um, it was, uh, it's a pretty known, well-known bakery. Um, I got like a dozen little cakes for $20. Wow. And it's called Mazzola Bakery. It's, I think, one of the more famous uh, bakeries, Italian bakeries in, in the city. Um, it's on, um, it's in Brooklyn on Union and Henry mm. uh, Streets. In the like, I think it's in. I think it's technically in in Cobble Hill, um, or Carroll Gardens, like in that area in Brooklyn. Um, so I got like a tiramis, a little tiramisu, oh. and then a little, a lot of a little uh, chocolate dip cannoli. Love I got it. like, um, I got like uh, several little poofs of stuff, um, and then they had a bunch of cookies. The cookies were a lot cheaper, of course. They yes. had these really good pistachio cookies. Oh, I love them. Um, yeah, I mean, my favorite bakery, I think, still is Mexican bakery. Mm. Um, not the ones here so much, um, the ones in Texas. <laughs> um, just because the quality is so much better. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I love bakeries. But, yeah, that was a fun little trip that we took thanks to a friend of mine, um, Alex. He, he wanted to go to this bakery, and that was really good. Um, so I hope to visit it again at some point, but I like Italian bakery. There's a French bakery near my apartment that is nice, um, and they have a lot of different treats. Oh, and there's always this, like, little, uh, French, um, French, uh, uh, food truck near my house, also, my apartment also, that is there every day. Oh my gosh. And they have the best, uh, Nutella-filled beignets. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> I died. I yeah, love that. With a little coffee, cafecito. I know. <laughs> That's what I love. That's what I love. I love visiting in the afternoons, getting some coffee and whatever sweet they have. 
Is the Portuguese bakery, like, what kind of breads are there? Are, is it similar to a Brazilian bakery? You know, like, Brazilian bakeries have, like, cheesy breads and stuff like that. No, it's a lot more similar to Italian. They have, like, little cookies. Um, they have the, 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 a lot of um, pastries that, ha that are filled inside with, like, that yellow cream. And the, you got uh -huh. the, the, chocolate, the chocolate frosting in the top. I forgot the uh -huh. name of that. Yeah. Um, and they got the, uh, it, it, they have that pastry that I also see in Mexican um, bakeries. The one that looks like a little butterfly and it's a little hard. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what it's called, but it's tasty. Yeah, I've seen it there too. A lot of sugar, a lot of sugary things. I love sugar. <laughs> yeah. So, but it, it just smells good. I, I think what, what makes them stand out is just... The smell of the bread when it's re re recently baked, it's delicious. Same with Mexican bakeries. It's mm -hmm. delicious. Yeah, they're all kind of different. Some are more like bread heavy, but others are more like pastelitos. Some yeah. are more like little cakes, little, you know, they're all so different. Yeah. Because they focus on such different things. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that was my little treat. Um, what are we doing for Halloween? It's coming up. You know, it's not only Halloween, but it's also a full moon. Yes, and it it's is. A day. Yes, it is. It's a full moon on the sign of Taurus. That's my sign, and it's supposed to be a very powerful moon, apparently. So I'm like, shit. Well, yeah, obviously the GOP is out in full force. <laughs> and it's right before the election, and it's. It falls on Halloween, so beware of anything that happens at night. Have you seen that video? There's a video of Mitch McConnell uh, out this past week, you know, like he always is. His hand has turned black. Like, they're so discolored. I did see that, yes. I think he's possessed by a demon. <laughs> or he touched a horcrux. You know, he's connected to Voldemort. I mean, I don't know if you watch Harry Potter movies, but... I haven't. Okay, that's that. what used to happen to people who touch one of the Horcuses. <laughs> well, maybe, but I think he's more possessed by a demon. <laughs> and this kind of brings me up to, like, the, the, like, you know, we were going to talk about our some of our favorite Halloween movies. Yeah. Uh, there's a movie that I, for the longest time since I was a kid, I remember I was watching this movie as a kid back in the day with my brothers and sisters, um, and they would play uh, these movies in front of me, even though they knew I hated scary movies because I was always scared and I had nightmares. Mm. And it, thank, I think this movie caused so many nightmares in my childhood that it just like traumatized me throughout my childhood and I always wondered what this movie was never I always like every Halloween I'm always like flipping the channels and I'm like oh is this the movie is this the movie is this the movie for like literally how old am I now oh, <laughs> the last 25 years I've been like or maybe 30 years I, I, I. Uh, <laughs> I've been uh, searching every Halloween for this movie and finally I think somebody on Facebook posted a like a, a video spoof of this movie, and I was like, oh, "This is the movie! This is the movie!" 
Um, <laughs> and I saw it, I've seen it twice since I discovered the movie. And uh, yes, it was, it is traumatizing. Um, it's also very campy and stupid. It's mm. from the 80s, of course. Um, and uh, anyway, Mitch McConnell reminds me of this movie because the movie is called The Night of the Demons, <laughs> which is like a classic 80s movie I've discovered. Um, about demons possessing bodies um, and turning rotting, like turning bodies into rotting flesh, because that's what demons do, I guess, when they possess of the body. So that, that that's a, a something that came to mind. <laughs> wow. Okay, so we're gonna play two clips from that scene, from that movie, um, two scenes. So, do you want to explain both of them? Well, I mean, it's a very campy movie. Like, it's one of the most campy movies that I think I've ever seen. And especially around Halloween, it's just, uh, like, it's campy, like Elvira campy. Uh, <laughs> so, like, one of the scenes is, for example, um, these two girls that are throwing a party, and they're, like, at a convenience store stealing all these snacks for the party. Uh, anyway, this one of the girls is bent over so that the store clerks are just looking at her butt because she's like wearing a like a tutu dress mm. and her underwear is showing and she's just like showing her butt and then when the other girl's done stealing, you know, the girl leaves with her and she's like, oh, I'm leaving. And anyway, as they're getting ready to go to the to the party, the, one of the girls, Angela, who's dressed as a, a, a like a a satanic bride or something she's telling the other girl like hurry up we're gonna be late and then this other girl as you will uh you will uh hear is just saying you know like hold on i'm getting ready for the boys i want to look good for the boys very important during halloween <laughs> okay party Come on, your face looks fine. I've never seen anybody spend more time in a mirror. Relax, I just want to look good for the boys. You did remember to invite some cute boys to the party, I hope. Of course I did. And we're going to scare the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so tell us about the second scene. Well, the second scene is one of the the scenes that I think traumatized me the most. Same girl, the girl with the uh, the booty, um, later on takes off her panties and is uh, with this boy, um, and they're about to have sex, and when they're having sex, um, she turns into a demon, because she's been possessed by a demon, because they're, the, the, I don't want to ruin the, the whole mm -hmm. movie for people, because I, I feel like people should check it out, but they are uh, in the middle of having sex, and, and this is what I think traumatized me forever, and might have made me gay. I don't know. <laughs> Not that I'm saying that gay is a choice. But it is traumatizing, because this girl did traumatize me for a long time. Just saying. Uh, anyway, she turns into a demon as she's uh, fucking this guy, and then puts her fingers in his eyes, and it's like, why are you looking at me? Why are you looking at me? And, uh, like... Oh, he just presses on his eyes until the eyes burst. <laughs> oh, so that camera touched me. <laughs> what are you looking at? What? 
fucking crazy? What are you talking about? Stop staring at me! Yeah, but Suzanne, your makeup is fine. Come on, what are you worried about? the way you described that. <laughs> it was very traumatizing. The whole movie is uh, pretty traumatizing, I think. Okay. Especially as a kid watching this movie. I don't think, I don't know why I was uh, watching this movie as a child. I mean, this is what I guess teenagers, my, my siblings were all teenagers or in their early 20s when they forced me to watch this movie back in the day, I think. Of course, when and they were excited to see it, but for you it was probably so scary. It was so scary. Scary. What about you? Do you have any scary movies? Favorite Halloween movies? Well, I was trying to think about this and I realized that two key movies that I kind of wouldn't want to watch again but that has have really scared me. The first one was The Exorcism of Emily Rose. It was the first movie that I went horror movie that I went to see in the movie theater and it scared the shit out of me. Um and the second movie came out last year. It's called Midsummer, and that was so so traumatizing because my brother took me to see it and didn't tell me what it was about. And I went to see it at like 11 p.m. So it was just all to say at the wrong setup to watch such a crazy movie. But at, months after I watched it, I thought it was pretty brilliant and. I'm actually pretty amazed at the director, so I'm gonna find a clip and I'll play it for y'all. I'm excluding the ones who aren't of Swedish tongue. Welcome to Horga and happy midsummer. It has been 90 years since our last great feast, and it will be 90 years before our next. And what poetry that it's now the hottest and brightest summer on record. We already have so much to give back. And so, without any further blathering, let's raise our glasses and let our nine-day feast commence. Skål! Skål! And that is a short clip of Midsummer by Ari Aster. You can find it on Prime. I think I've seen it on Prime too. Okay. I need to check it out because, but I'm, I've always been kind of a, you know, because it is um, blonde people, they, they're terrifying. Well, that, that, that's also it, right? Like, it's like white people terrifying you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, watch with caution. Yeah, well, if people are interested in The Night of the Demons, it is on Amazon Prime. Well, that's exciting. I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do on Halloween. It's obviously if this was normal times, if, you know, I think if a lot of things would be different. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of uh, parties would be had that night. I mm. think a lot of um, bar hopping would be done that night. I think a lot of uh, mistakes would be done that night. But COVID just makes everything more tame, I think. Yeah. Uh, at least for me. I'm not trying to get COVID, y'all. Yeah. No, no, no. That's real. Um, or spread it. Yeah, I also don't know what to do. Like, I usually celebrate with my friends, but... 
I don't feel comfortable. I don't and, and to go to these parties I would have to travel and so I just feel like it's a lot of work for the moment. Like a lot of attention that I have to put into a lot of things like strangers, traveling, trans uh, using transportation, um, etc. So I think I'm also going to stay home. Um, but I may or may not dress up and go on the streets, maybe as a witch, maybe as Kris Jenner. I'm trying to figure that out yet. I know this would have been like the best year to go to the parade because yeah. it is on us every time I want to go to the parade it's always on a weekday and you know you have to work the next day uh, but this year being on a Saturday this would have been the perfect year to like go to the parade do you know uh, um, do you know if then, of course the parade is oh I, that was gonna ask that okay yeah the parade has been canceled or it's virtual in any case it's not happening the same. yeah oh okay are you gonna dress up though? Uh, I don't know. It's a maybe for me. I do want to dress my cats up. Aha! That was gonna be my next question. If you were gonna dress <laughs> them up, okay. If I do, I'll post pictures, of course. Yes, please. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, let's stay positive. Um, we're at the end of the episode. Um, but I don't know. Any party words? Uh, uh, what, what is, uh, what do you say when you, like, do the whole Catholic, you know, like, bendito sea, uh, bendito sea something or other? Persinarse. <laughs> I want to know Spanish. Persinarse. Persinarse, pero dicen como bendito sea something or other. In any case, <laughs> all the good, uh, I'm trying to be as positive, uh, while also being very cautious yes. <laughs> in the coming days we'll see what happens um as the country goes into this next phase whatever that might be we have no idea what next week will bring for all of us but we just want to wish you all lots of self-care mental health and checking with your loved ones and i hope and I'm, I want to manifest that we're going to have things to look forward to for next episode. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Eat bread, y'all. Eat bread. Eat bread. Stay, stay merry. Our closing song is by Caliuchis and Jay Cortez. And it's called La Luz. Bye, y'all. Yo me voy preparando.